What's up, Performa Heroes, Performa Nation? Welcome to the Performa Popcast. I'm your host, Peter Sears. You guys hate me. It's okay. Uh, you're stuck with me. Um, we are very uh, happy to have our guests. This will be our first uh, time we're having two guests at a time but you guys will see why. Um, Sean and Holly Covell are entrepreneurs. They are IFBB pro bodybuilders. So this is actually, you guys are the second guests that have been uh, in better shape than I am, which- Okay. It makes me, yeah, I mean, it makes me a little upset, but it's fine. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's totally fine. Usually like I'm like the one that's, but you know, we love it. Uh, <laughs> if people hating you, you can hate me. No, no, I don't hate you. I, I, I respect okay, right. it. It's just, you no know, it's, it's, hate. We're just gonna yeah, it. it's just, oh, it's just, it's just humbling. Like I'm gonna go, <laughs> you know, not eat any carbs the rest of the day. Um, but anyway, so they are, they are the owners of uh, a fitness uh, company, gym, uh, fitness system. Yeah, yep. fitness system. Um, that's what I was trying to say. Um, and you guys have them in California and Florida, right? We are, we got done, I got done jackhammering a floor an hour ago. In oh, wow. We are, awesome. we are, yeah, hopefully we will be open in four to five weeks. We are really moving quickly on that project. And oh, great. we're excited to be expanding out on the East Coast in the sunshine and yeah. still love California, but we're going to be bi-coastal for a little bit and see how that kind of works. That's out. the way to do it. I'm like not, I'm right now I'm by statal i guess it's because there's no post here <laughs> i don't know what you call it uh but I, I i was i was pleased to learn that you guys are high school sweethearts which is just the cutest thing you guys have been married 17 years or together for 17 years yes uh but married for how long it'll be 12 years this year yeah yeah oh my god uh, there you go. yeah and uh so I got some fun facts about Sean before we start. You like you like history. You like comics, um, and you uh, you do combat training. Oh, there, yeah, there we go, right there. Heroes. Uh, <laughs> but also, uh, you were you're an actor, and you have performed at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, I I have done many things. I've worn many hats. So okay. I I love theater. Um, I actually won an acting award in the Sacramento area for musical theater and oh, wow. yeah, I was in a singing group, um, the Woodland Chamber Singers and we sang at Carnegie Hall and it was- That's crazy. Amazing, we got a standing ovation and it was, uh, it was uh, something <laughs> never ever forget ever. So nope. <laughs> especially, I mean, I don't even know honestly if I'll go back to New York City anytime soon. So oh, yeah. that was like a very fond, perfect memory of, yeah. you know. I mean, what, I mean, what's like, New York. as a performer, I mean, Carnegie Hall, like, I mean, other than like, I guess maybe Radio City Music Hall, like, no. like that's it. Like, that, that's like the pinnacle, yeah. right? Like, what it, do you do after It that? was so like electrifying, honestly, even warming up backstage, you know, there's pictures of, yeah, you were there. There's pictures of people that have performed and graced the halls and it's yeah. dictionaries and, you know, I mean, the most powerful people in the world, the best singers in the world, the best yeah. musicians in the world, the best bands, orchestras, everything in the world. Right. And you are just like, I, I don't know, it's just kind of electrifying. You just sit there and absorb this energy and just pray that you don't mess up. <laughs> While these speakers of these idols, just like your idols just look down on you. Right. You, know, you, you pray that they give you the power instead of like- I will say like, there was many rehearsals before that I had been yeah. to and they never quite got it. They were like 85, 90%. This is true. That yeah. night, I swear, 
best performance ever. It's Everything, the magic of Carnegie the Hall. Magic there really just made is it, yeah. like the best performance. That it is true. Flawless. There's actually one song that was like yeah. you said. We were. It was so. It was mm-hmm. so difficult. <laughs> there was like an eight part, uh-huh. and um, it was you know there was a couple soloists, and it was just a very very difficult. Coming piece. in at different times and yeah. song. and it was just it was okay. one of those you just praying that everyone's paying attention and everybody was perfect and then we stopped and it was just like everyone like, got up and just amazing like you clapping did the damn thing in Carnegie. Exactly. <laughs> yes we did it so that yeah no that was an amazing probably like you said it was maybe like the pinnacle hopefully yeah. I'll do something amazing as amazing in my life but that like, was you know i'm thinking like i could tell you're an artist because of how you can like appreciate the history of it all because like what there's there's certain comic like I, as a comic I'll go to comedy clubs and I'll see like the pictures of who's been there and you're just like yeah. it's crazy to think like wow like Jerry Seinfeld was on this stage or Dave Chappelle like and I'm here right now too like yeah. I'm a part of this history now it's just a cool thing and I, I love your industry too because they're so good at honoring what you guys do you know it's it's so much like theater it's like yeah. I mean, it's a stage performance. It's there's nothing like it. So uh, it comes back fully, absolutely, and people, you know, love the arts again. And we're not are you, on Zoom, <laughs> right? Are you the Are you the only IFBB pro to have performed at Carnegie Hall? I think you might That's be. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't I have the answer to that. I can't think well, of anybody else now that so I think funny. about it. How are we going to find that out, though? I, th- I feel like we could Google amazing. it. Amazing, that's an amazing. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, really and then Holly, Holly, <laughs> Holly's been uh, Holly's been the hype man, but Holly is also uh, IFBB pro as well. And also, yeah, I, I heard I, I heard you like making crafts and all sorts of things. But uh, you're also a children's author. Yes. You wrote a, you wrote a children's book. I did. Uh, it's called on Prin- Amazon. It's called Princess Soup. And uh-huh. It was inspired by a nickname that we came up with for our daughter Charlotte when she was really little. So okay. Like that was our, her nickname. And then it just over the years, it sort of brewed into this character in my head. And then I kind of made yeah. it finally come to life about two years ago. So that's amazing. Thanks. I don't have any kids. I'm impressed by it. Thank you. So that's, I mean, those are two, okay. Cause what I like, I like to consider myself, I'm a meathead, but like, I lean like closer to the middle, right? Nope. Like, cause I, you know, I, I dance and I, I do comedy and whatever, but like, those are two very separate things like that are not what yeah. you think about when you think about like bodybuilding. Like you're right, not going to, exactly. we walk through many worlds. I think we wear like many hats. Our background's very different, but it was I, one thing I will say about bodybuilding is it's still on the stage. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's still that like, there's a performance. Exactly. To it, like, there's right. a live performance and yeah. you know, when you're on, you know when you're off. You, you have know, to rehearse. You, yeah, have, you to have to rehearse. be presentable. Yeah. The hair, the makeup. You got the, the makeup. You got the yeah. tan. The tan. The, the lack of costume is what makes it probably unique. But yeah. Um, so <laughs> you guys met in high school. Let's talk about this because that's like, I'm trying to think of the girls that I dated in high school and I have no idea where they are now. So you get to look every day and be like, oh yeah, we went to high school together. Yeah. So at what part of high school did you guys start dating first off uh so I was a senior all right let me go back so I never really cared about math class in like ninth grade I just liked about I liked flirting you know yeah of course 
that's high school you i they should just call it ninth grade flirting class instead of ninth grade algebra class so i had to retake it so anyway we ended up in the same math class i as a senior and her as a sophomore sophomore. oh that's what i'm talking about yeah. yeah and we sat right next to each other and i i don't know it was just like right away I just wanted to talk to her. And the first thing I noticed about her, other oh, than God, she was beautiful, <laughs> the first thing I noticed about her, other than she was beautiful and I wanted to know her, was that she had another guy's name written on her hand. And oh, that's first, high school, right? That's what right. you did in high school. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That so, is in 10th grade. Come on. <laughs> why am I blaming you? I'm just, I just am telling. That's so story. funny. Anyway, so <laughs> I go, you know, who's that guy? I won't say the name. Who's Jason? Oh, so who's Jason? <laughs> and uh, she, I, I don't know. I don't think she, you expected me to like. No, because oh my god, he was so popular. He's like the popular senior, and we had a mutual friend that sat next to us. So that was kind of like my end to like, oh yeah, well you know Whitney and Kim, and you know we had this like little mm-hmm. click. But like I would never have talked to him by myself. He was like this like, oh, and I was nothing <laughs> special back then. So no continue the story i think she's, <laughs> that's that age difference now right. a bit of being a senior and yeah, yeah. Somebody the best like, did it all the time yeah. yeah i i was in theater and i did have the lead in the high school play oh okay i did do so game. yeah I, I can see where she's coming from like were like, you were now let me ask you a question were you uh like a, an athlete and in theater yeah okay. i so i did well okay so I transferred high schools my junior year, um, sophomore year and freshman year, even though I was at a one, like a junior high that went up to ninth grade, uh-huh. I wrestled varsity. So, and I would do other, like other sports too. So that was kind of like my Got it. intro to weightlifting, basically. I mean, honestly, I tell people, if you're lifting in high school, those gains you're going to have for the rest of your life, yeah. absolutely guaranteed. Like, even the old people I know, they're generally as strong as they were, you know, if they <laughs> lifted in high school, but they continued on lifting. In yeah, other words, yeah. they like defying aging to the point where like, oh, okay, I'm back to where I would like started lifting weights again, right? When you're like 16, yeah. 17, 18, you know? And um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just, you know, that kind of drew me into that world and i love lifting and i love just i i think like what you're coming from the comic side and like the physical side the stage kind of brings those two together you know because it's the performance like the performative act right so i don't i'm not sure that there's entirely like a difference but you're right there's different worlds you just happen to dance in a few of them yeah yeah, yeah. i just think it like uh it's like a in high school there's the athletes totally. and then there's like the you know theater nerds or like like I was in dance in high school but I played baseball and it was two completely different things but like you like I was kind of popular because I did do them both yeah and so same. exactly I, the same yeah okay and I can imagine for you know a young sophomore is like oh my god this guy does all these things exactly you know? yeah he was the most popular senior so yeah like, I don't yeah, know I was <laughs> So now did you guys wait? No, no, I'm sorry to prove this point. Okay. So (laughs) we speed ahead a few years. There was some off and on, et cetera, old girlfriend. Let's not go there. But when I was a senior, (laughs) when I was a senior, he took me 
he took me to my senior prom and we did the the grand march where you like walk out and they announced the couples and everybody oh, clapped. Yes. They called Holly Johnson was my main name. Holly Johnson escorted by Sean Cobell. Woo, Sean! Like <laughs> applause for him. Howard he graduated two years ago. So yeah, most popular. Even and I had later fun life, at that okay? prom okay. and I had fun at her prom. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's great. <laughs> Yep. So, okay, you, so you went off to college or, you know, something? We went to, so I went to junior college and I actually got a job right after high school. I got a job in radio. So I, that's what I thought I wanted to do, you know, just kind of like doing the communication thing. And I did. So I became an editor at KFPK radio um, and a couple other jobs doing, you know, producing and call screening and a bunch of stuff, but I landed as an editor and, um, yeah, I just, that kind of didn't work out and you didn't like the university you were at and we both wanted to transfer, or you wanted to transfer bad. So you wanted to go to San Diego. Mm -hmm. So I applied to San Diego. I was at a community college at the time while I was working at the radio station and we both got accepted. And yeah, because you took some yeah. time off. So it worked out that we were going to go yeah, I was finish, working. That was finish the, first thing I the was last doing, yeah. two years of college together and graduate. The same oh, yeah. Time, so we so. graduated college together. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, moved down to UC San Diego, went there for two years to finish up. So oh, great. That's uh, Triton's. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tritons. Right on. Go, Peter. We've got no <laughs> football team. <laughs> we were nerds. Baseball. We were like nobody's business. They're great in baseball, though. Are yeah, they, I'm pretty or not great, but like they have a, you know, yeah, they had a basketball team and stuff. I don't know. We I weren't really, <laughs> no, she was in, I was in communication and she was in theater. So we would no, like art. art. Yeah. Art. We art. Okay. So we, would, we would go to like theater things though. Yeah. Yeah. We just so never we went to like sports. It wasn't really students, like a big, so we didn't go out. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't, we never really got to enjoy San Diego when we were there because we oh. had zero money. And right. I was like working, working as a trainer, yeah. 4 a.m., driving 20 miles. The thing about San Diego is, like, you're from SoCal. It's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. you're, we, like, we were technically in La Jolla, but our address was in San Diego because you're right on the other side of the street where the bus picks you up. So right. I would drive 20 minutes, and I'm still in San Diego on the freeway, you know, and doing that every morning and then doing school. So, yeah, and then we got the opportunity to purchase a club before we transferred I worked as a personal trainer after radio I got diagnosed with uh rheumatoid arthritis oh no so that, that's an important part of the story actually because yeah. I, I don't know if I would have gotten into health and fitness mm -hmm. and then you probably would I don't know I don't know but anyway I decided that I had done like weightlifting before because of you know wrestling in high school and stuff like that but they my dad has rheumatoid arthritis so uh um essentially they're like look don't work out you know take these immunosuppressant the drugs yeah, yeah. You take these immunosuppressant drugs and why I do doctors take why do doctors always i mean i'm sure doctors know what they're doing don't get me wrong but like that yeah. happens a lot when like yeah don't exercise you're like yeah maybe I, I just was so like it that to me and that's the thing is not every doctor says that so like right. it's practicing medicine right so it's it, I won't go there. But anyway, <laughs> I knew that that was not the right thing for me. Yeah. Okay. I just knew that. So like, I believe that I own my body and I just, know I was very in tune with it. I'm like, look, the only thing that makes me feel good is 
working out. And that must be the ticket to something because I, I was in pain every other time I wasn't working out. So then I realized, okay, if I can clean up my diet and get like the inflammation and the rest of the, you know, the world under control, you know, like not just, oh, I can eat and then go eat McDonald's, you know, or lift and go eat McDonald's. Like right. a lot of people, it's like, oh, as long as I'm working out. No, that's not, not exactly the way it works. Like yeah. you're, you can look good, but what has to happen to your body to stay looking like that is really bad for you. Like it, the, the amount of damage to your body is not good. It's better just to do it, you know, the right way, the natural way. Right. And, um, you know, it was the diet that really was able to kind of get my inflammation under control. And then that helped me lift more. And then that really kind of kickstarted my like, oh, I wonder how, you know, if I can push this. <laughs> like, right. Oh, I'm always kind of like the stage and I haven't done theater in a while, but I'm kind of like got some muscles now. So maybe I can show off my little muscles on stage. Right. <laughs> and um, I won the lightweight division my first show. I no think kidding. I, weigh, I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think I weigh right now how much, no, more. Yeah. I weigh oh, more yeah. right now than he weighed on his first stage show and he got first yeah. in Bantam. No yeah, way. I weigh, yeah. 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 So, um, and then we took time off. Like I love competing and then we took time off and then we had kids and we opened a couple of clubs and you had a bunch of side hobbies and you were, I don't know writing books and baking and do, so doing Holly, things yeah. and helping me build the business. And, yeah. So Holly, this whole time when he started competing, did you also start competing at the same time? No, not at all. Cause I, so his first show experience, it was when we were still in college in San Diego and yeah. it was a rough one because it was like, I think you committed like six weeks out. I so, had no and, idea. And we were not educated doing. at all. So crash he dieted, crash diet, ate did not add seasoning, did not add salt, did not do, I mean like. He basically starved himself. I, about six I literally, I started at 180. I was on stage at 134. Yeah. In six weeks? Yeah. Six weeks. Oh, God. Shredded. So, Shred don't get me wrong. I mean, it looked Shredded. good. But it was uh, like what <laughs> I was watching him yeah. go through. I'm like, mad all the time. That. Yeah. No, never. Mad all the time. <laughs> mad, yeah. So, yeah. but I loved watching him, was helping, was happy to support and make the food and all of that. And so we would train together and I would help him kind of. But like back then, I wasn't. She helped me. I, she I helped did, but I, yeah, but like we weren't really training like that together. You, we worked out together, yeah. kind of, but she would like go do her own thing and I would like call her over for a spot. I'd go on the set and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but then uh, he took a break from competing after yeah. three shows? Was yeah, three? and then we three did. Shows. And then we had kids. I won every show, by the way. Yeah. My division. Oh, program. nice. Respect. Um, <laughs> we had kids. We had our daughter, Charlotte, in 2012 and our son, Hendrick, in 2014. Yep. And it was a year or so later, I was like going through that like really yucky period. I'm like, I feel fat. And I just, I didn't bounce back. We would go shopping at the mall. She's like, I want to go get some clothes. I'm like, no problem, babe. When we go in there and then she's Nothing in the Nordstrom fits. like changing room and she's crying. Oh. I'm like, like nothing. My so fat. <laughs> I'm like, you're not fat. I'm so fat. I mean, okay, I wasn't like that, but it I definitely like, like I definitely played that <laughs> game like funny. Like it's totally true, funny, and like a know? lot of women go through it. it honestly, <laughs> a lot of women go through it, you know. And I knew this like as a trainer too, because a lot of it's hormonal. You're not, you know, like you yeah. you can't expect to feel that your feelings are coming a lot from your hormones. And right. I, like, we need to understand that comes a lot from 
how we're moving, what we're eating, like the situations that we're in, you know, like the things we're putting in our body, like, you know, like there's a lot of toxins out there that can destroy your hormones. And, you know, if you've had kids, you're not necessarily the same person emotionally. Right. And that doesn't mean you're not the same person, but it does mean that you're not the same person emotionally. And I think yeah. a lot of moms will tell you that, but she wanted to see so I like, so that was the thing is like, okay, I need to like get into better shape where I feel good about myself, but I'm the worst at that. Like, I think I put in my bio, like I like to bake. You're like, I love me some baked and, and like, and I'd like to show my love for my family that way. I'll love to host parties, all of that. So I could, I would put myself on a diet and then just fall off. Cause it wasn't like real, like, you know, I, it wasn't, wasn't like a way of eating. It was just like, don't. It was eat like, okay, this. I'm gonna right. diet. It wasn't. Yeah. There was no. Uh, what am I trying to say? Structure. Structure or commitment or um, there were like uh, something to strive towards. Like yes, a goal. yeah, That's I guess it a was, goal, yeah. but no one to be accountable. held accountable. Thank yeah. you. Like no one right. to be held accountable. So I think I had watched. You know, started getting into the IFBB and watching shows a little more. Like, but I was like more in in love with a bikini because I didn't think I could go for figure, which is actually what I do now. Um, so um, I, I loved Amanda Latona, India Paulino, these girls, like I just yeah. oh, my girls. And so I, I wanted to do a bikini show. And so I kind of started getting into it and he and I committed to do one together early 2017. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe you can come back, but you can assist me and like, let's just commit. And I'll really- I was really just training her and like trying- But I needed something to be like, okay, I'm gonna, if I'm ever gonna do anything and like really challenge myself, this is gonna be it. I'm gonna give it my go just this once, even if it's just one time to see what happens. And so we started, I committed to the show. We started training and started eating. And we Um, still weren't like, it was really hard. We found out it's really hard two people doing the same show. That was, let me just say that right (laughs) on top. Like, because we both were, we had gone from, you want to go from eating as many calories as possible, as many times throughout the day when you start prep. If you're going from one or two big meals to six meals, it doesn't work out well. You like your right. body. It takes a lot of time for your yeah. body to adapt, and the weight doesn't drop, and people get super frustrated. And millions of people have had that story, right? So we ended up. She looked for a coach, and um, she found one. And what ended up happening is uh, John De La Rosa ended up helping both of us. He's a pro, an Olympian, okay. uh, helping coach both of us, and. I won the Governor's Cup in uh, the Classic, classic physique. physique, and I almost won in bodybuilding. I, I competed in both, and I, but I lost in bodybuilding to a heavier guy. And uh, she took second in figure, and she ended oh, up wow. doing figure because she, when she started dieting down, she actually had a lot more muscle. And what ends up happening is like a lot of times people diet down, and they lose a lot of muscle right away. Right. Right. But she's a lot more gifted than I am genetically. Her dad like had muscle too. Like he did a, you know, body recomposition challenge and he was able to like, he, she's just got good genetics for it. Okay. So, um, Lucky. Switched to figure. exactly. Yeah. She switched a figure, got second of her first show. I thought she should have won. A lot of people thought she should have won. So, and then, yes. And then just I just fell in love with it and it just instantly became part of our lifestyle. And no. so now, 
I mean, not right this second because right now we're building, building a gym. gym so, so yeah, we're not eating six now, meals a day. I, I did yeah, have a donut yeah, today. It was I'm like, sorry about that. But like, it just became <laughs> so much a part of my life and how, like, I, I got a six pack after having kids. Yeah. I've never had a six pack in my entire life until after having kids. So it, it was the I'm greatest. So hey, so <laughs> um, but it was it's the greatest achievement for me personally. So I just fell in love with the sport, and I was so grateful to the sport and the yeah. people in the, yeah. the industry. It's a cool um, community. It's, it's a great, yeah. It's a lot of people that don't always get their due. It's a lot of people that don't always get their pay, like comics, right? I'm sure it's <laughs> but it's like a lot of people that <laughs> stop laughing. Um, a lot of people that just support each other no matter right. what. Yeah, I, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, if you ask anyone why they do what they do, that's always the answer. They it, love it. And it's the culture, it's the community. They love that shit. Mm -hmm. So it's it's one of those things. I think I think it's come up here on this podcast, but I talk about it all the time. It's like I forget who said it, and I'm sorry, whoever said it, I keep quoting you, but it's like, what would you do if money wasn't an issue? Right. Yeah. And for me, it's like, well, this is what I would do. I, mm -hmm. It's so no funny. I was just I literally was having this conversation yeah. with uh, John. He's helping me, you know, with the gym. I said, you know, like the guy that I bought my first gym from, we went on a cruise to Italy and uh, he, he was just going around like asking the same question. Like, what would you do if money wasn't a question or money wasn't an object? What would you yeah. do? What would you do? And he was a gym owner. He's like, I would work at a gym. <laughs> he just loves it. That's what he loves what working at the front desk, just talking to people. Yep. That's what he yeah. loves. And that's what I love. So, yeah. uh, so let's talk about, cause I, I, I know we're going to get into this and we got to get into this. Uh, you guys own gyms, uh, started in California, which is where I'm from. And obviously, um, I'm very opinionated about this and I know you guys are too. Uh, let's do it. Let's we, do it. <laughs> we live in, we lived in a state where they decided that in a, during a pandemic that affected people that were not healthy that right. they would close the, the the gyms which are things that would obviously help us be more healthy mm -hmm. yeah uh, and they took the basketball hoops off the park or off the <laughs> outside yes. and they caution tape the park Playground. so the tools that would keep us healthy they yes. took away from us and then rewarded us like us with fast food yes it's okay to go to, it's okay i'm not i'm gonna i'm not making this i'm not making this super political i'm just we're just talking facts well, what happened that actually just happened yeah regardless of who made that's that happen the that's right. the facts and we've they, not been talking about health they, they said you know it was it was okay to go to rest to go get fast food or whatever restaurant or, or takeout delivery but you could not go to the gym to work out and initially you know, obviously none of us knew what this was For sure. like we, I mean, especially if you watch the news, we're watching the news. I'm crying. Cause it's like, Oh, they're saying that we're all going to die. Basically. We're dead. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. half of, they said that half the state was going to get it. And you know, all these, I mean, and obviously a lot of people have been affected, did, not, but. Uh, <laughs> but so like, but. as I mean, obviously you guys are, you, you work out yourselves, but as business owners, um, you guys decided, well, we know better because this is our life. So you guys took, kind of, so let me cut you off though. So not at first, like we agree with you at first, we played it very cool. Right. We shut down. We're supposed to, we were sanitizing our groceries. Yeah. You know, we, we weren't sure either. So it's not that we knew better. It was, 
we we didn't know at first right. but then there became a point where it was like okay now this is a little three fishy. weeks that's when because so, it was remember it was only two weeks right, right? Yeah. It was, the whole thing so march slow the curve slow yeah. the, look, oh, yeah. the curve march right. 13th it was the national declaration march 14th was my birthday the next day i spent right. the early morning part of my birthday saying i wrote an email to all of my members saying we're staying open this is why these are our protocols the problem with that is that, like you said, no one knew what this was. So we tried right. to stay open, but the social pressure was crazy. Of it was course. insane. Especially so in California. Is like the cancels just started crazy. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, that's what we're going to stop. Like we're freezing billing, we're cutting access, we're doing all that, you know? Wow. So then about three weeks go by. I'm getting calls from, you know, like the Sacramento Bee. I'm getting calls from other places like, hey, how long can you stay in business like this? You know, like a very just, you know, kind of like, yeah, they're doing a story about how hard it's going to be, but almost like, hey, how long can you stay alive? You know, and I said, well, I don't have any debt for one. Like that's the, that's honestly the reason why I think why we're okay and our competitors aren't. Yeah. But I said, you know, I, this isn't going to last three months and I was sure it wasn't going to last three months. Same. Yeah. May, May rolls around and I, you know, a couple of weeks before I had contacted a constitutional attorney because I knew this was a constitutional issue. Not, and I'm like, I took AP history. I love history. You know, I study communication. So my knowledge of the constitution, my knowledge of the law, you know, I study criminal law. I studied law. I've done a lot. Um, I knew that our, our fundamental rights are being trampled on, regardless of whatever the excuse was, that the Bill of Rights is the Bill of Rights. It's a right. It, and now your rights don't come from it, but it codifies your rights, right? You have rights as a human. That's what I right. believe. You own your body. No one else has claim to your body. If you say that somebody else has claimed your body, I want to know who, right? So if the state is saying shut down, then the state essentially is telling, they saying you, they own my business, they own my body, they own all my members' bodies because they can tell them what to do. Right. I just don't agree with that. So we were going to open back up. We declared publicly that we we're going to open back up. Oh, you made it public. Yeah, we made it public. Oh, good for you. And we were gonna open up because everyone was shut down. So I sent out an email and uh, again the media called as soon as i sent out the email you know we posted it and then you know we had four cops come to arrest me and i wasn't there my employees <laughs> were there and uh essentially you know they said look if you open like you're gonna be charged and we will arrest you and that county san joaquin county called my other counties that I operate in and they called my attorney and said, we're going to arrest your client. So they all colluded oh against them. And yeah. So Ooh, it's like washing over me. How exactly. Like, so <laughs> yeah, right again. now this lawsuit is actually in the ninth circuit. It's been almost a year. It takes time in the court. So we'll uh -huh. see if California still under, you know, partial lockdown. So we're living oh. in now, but all yeah. that essentially led to us. Eventually we just said, F it, we're reopening. We didn't charge anyone, you know, until about August, but we let people work out because people, suicide was on the rise. 
Everyone yeah. was upset. We were getting no messages one had a place in our go. Instagram from our members. And, you know, we know these people personally. I've known, I, I've made some of my best friends that from members from our club. So, you know, right. I'm getting messages from these people how they've returned to alcohol. They were former alcoholics and yeah, now they have nothing right. else. And the gym was my outlet and this was my stress relief and I'm going crazy at home yeah. and, and all of these things. And it was heartbreaking getting some of these messages. So we just... Yeah. So for a little while, we just, we started making appointments for the people that were really, you know. Yeah, we really did what we could to let everyone time. work out. And eventually I just said, look, this is now a political protest. We had recall Gavin Newsom signs out and <laughs> he opened up and we made it a political protest. We bought a billboard on Highway 99 and said, side. Yeah, right. Save California, recall Newsom, signed We the People. And we weren't going to put anything on it we just wanted anonymous but they made us put paid for by fitness system health <laughs> so that's okay but that I was think it helped a lot actually exactly but essentially <laughs> that was our only way of saying look like all these places are open there's a ton of stuff going on right now where people aren't social distancing they're not right. wearing masks in the name of like protests and all these other things these people care about their health they care about their bodies they want to work out and yeah. Look, in the New York Times yesterday, it just came out, oh, by the way, if you exercise, that really, 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 really reduces your risk of like, yeah. COVID or especially dying from COVID. So I'm yeah. like, no kidding. So a year right? ago, I was telling people this. Now what? Now it's okay because now the year later, the New York Times says it's okay? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's, it's, it was, it's so sad because like, I mean, how many, how many gyms do you guys have? We, we have, have three, three operating. Right? Okay. Yeah, have one so, you know, you have like these, you know, like these huge companies, like a 24 hour fitness or like an Equinox, like they're going to be fine. Right. Like, cause they, I mean, may, I mean, maybe, <laughs> I mean, that's a thing. Know, right. This yeah, thing yeah. really kind of affected this industry, especially in a way, yeah. because if you stop one, if you just stop, you know, billing all together your employees are gone and that's that's what i really resent my competitors for doing because even the few weeks we kind of pushed it and pushed it until like the threat of arrest you know and then even then we were like reopened right away after i said look this is a protest they instantly shut down fired their employees boom it was done yeah that's and so i was bad. like i get it in a way but in another way like we love our employees right yeah. What am I going to do? Some of them are Say, family. I'm sorry you can't feed your kids today because the state says that we right. can't people work out. Because that's just, So I'm sorry. It's like, it I take crazy. it very personally because we narrowly escaped bankruptcy. We only made it through the other side because the stand we took, because there's right. still, you know, tons and tons of people that believe in individual liberty and they want, they Here's the thing, man. <laughs> if we really believed the state on everything, we would be following the food uh, pyramid and we'd all be fat and obese. Or so seven, let's just listen ten, to everything they have to say forever because everything yeah. they told us is always good. And like, let's add sugar to everything too because it tastes awesome. Right. And corn syrup's great because it's like federally subsidized. I'm sorry. What's ten, what's it, what is it like eight to 12 servings of bread per day? It's in yeah, New York. <laughs> It, do you know as a body? I mean, you know, like sometimes you you gotta go no carb, yeah. not eight to twelve servings, yeah. zero servings <laughs> of carb, zero. And some people are like, oh my god, that's like, how do you get your this and how do you get your that? I'm like, you eat. Well, you eat. You just don't Chicken. eat eight servings of carb yeah. pasta. That was the the bottom of the food. Pyramid. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. That forever, right? I'm like, yeah. okay, that must be real. 
you know, yeah. and that, like the, I, I, my point is like, you, we need to pay probably better attention to who we're paying attention to, 100%, right? We, yeah. Like we, who is it that we're getting our information from? Because, you know, I mean, <clears throat> honestly, if you're just using your regular, uh, you know, standard browser, you're probably not going to find a lot of things. But if you're using right. like DuckDuckGo, you'll find the study that you were looking for that, right. you know, maybe like the things that we're using right now to mitigate this really aren't that effective. And there's yeah. a lot of things that show that. But do you see that every yeah. night on the news? No, you see like a death tracker. So right. if you're scared and you are scared of like a sickness, are you more likely to get that sickness or less likely to get that sickness? Right. You know, if I stand like this, am I going to feel more powerful or less powerful or like this? It's so obvious that like, I can't believe, Peter, that we forgot that as a society. Yeah. I, like, honestly, like you bringing that up right now, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> I, I've been talking about it. People that are like, I mean, they, they don't, think that they're like anyone should go out or work out or like Lord. they think the whole world should just stop yeah. and like everything has ramifications man everything you know, i was you talking about it people would like people were getting so mad at me because i would i left la to come to a place where i could work out but then as a comic <laughs> yeah like as as a comic i got to you know go to like like i was going you know, I, I'll perform like in Arkansas, Dallas, like all these yep. different places where the gyms are open. And I'm like, like, and it's fine. Like, you know, like you said, they're taking precautions. They're, they're, they're over sanitizing things, which is totally fine. Yeah. I'm super concerned about MRSA just wiping out humanity, honestly, <laughs> right? There's going to be some soup. The stories. Okay. Let's look at the stories of 2019 versus 2020. Don't let your kids on iPads too much. Don't let them on technology. Now they're 24 seven because they right. have, right? Okay, yeah. don't like, make sure you get a bunch of face-to-face -face contact. The most important thing is like loving another person. You want to yeah. touch them. Now <laughs> stay six feet apart. Right. You know, it's like, it, I mean, everything got twisted on yeah. its head to where it's like, we essentially know the things that make us feel good as humans. Yeah. You know, we know like the supplements we need. We know we need to work out. We know who we need to be around regardless. It used to be when somebody was sick, we used to go run and try and take care of that person. We never had a thought about like, oh my God, like how many, you know, people did I accidentally kill? Because that's not what people do. That's right. not what, how, that's not how you operate in the world. Like you live your life doing what you can to add value to other people. And if you can't do that, you know, that's on you. You know what I mean? Like that's you being selfish, but it's not selfish for me to do what comes naturally. And that's working. That's right. breathing deep. That's like, you know, like talking with you and about, you know, my beliefs and stuff. That's, that is what is selfish of you to ask me not to do, right? right. That's selfish of you to ask me not to do something that I love. Yeah. That I care so much about, you know, like, it's like asking me not to sing anymore. I'm like, no, I probably won't. I, I just said no singing in church. No singing in church. I'm like, <laughs> I was sitting behind a jackhammer, like digging a pile <laughs> and stuff for, you know, 10 hours a day singing the entire time because that's what gets you through. Yeah. You know? So I hope the world doesn't forget how to be human. You know, we right. live in like this post-human society now, but like. I also hope that the a lot world. Of satisfaction in being human. I hope, I hope that we learn, not we, but 
everyone learns that like are like people should as fitness people we get it but like i think everyone hopefully learns that you should take better care of yourself i want everyone to work out i don't care if they go to my gym or not i just want them to go to a gym right now because we have seen the consequences of not yeah look at what's happening like this is the consequence of not really focusing on the gym and instead focusing on like just take three a day you know what i mean like okay let's uh, for what heart disease no problem like let's take three a day I have had three really close friends, including my personal attorney, Brian Chavez Ochoa, and his, you know, his legal team's doing a fantastic job. He <laughs> is off statins just from like a diet that I gave him, you oh, know, wow. hey, man, you saved my life. You know, That's he great. had five heart attacks in 2019 and it's like, God oh, didn't wow. take them, which is great, but also like you need to take action so you can reverse that stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, the things we're doing now to be like safe, Safety doesn't equal health. It's right? not 100%. If you're overcautious, you're not yeah, healthy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You're anxious. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Uh, let's, uh, I, I see you got like a, an extensive uh, action figure collection back there. Dude, yeah. yeah. Can we move uh, a little bit? Yeah, I could see. Uh, so there we go. Let me get got, the top one in there. I got the Avengers on the top. Okay, there we go. Thanos is on the very top. So then we got the Avengers, um, the original. Yeah. And then Star Wars down there. We got some Star Wars. Uh-huh. They got me some Baby Yoda. We got some Shazam, some DC. Okay. And Holly makes me put my ladies on the bottom. I think that's really wrong. Yeah. What but, the uh, hell, Holly? You just like, <laughs> no, a better, there was a storyline happening. Okay. There, so There's, a story <laughs> There's a storyline. There's a storyline that all the really uh, attractive, statues get to be on the bottom shelf that no one okay does. that's fair yeah that, do you have I'm a favorite with that storyline i'm gonna run with that narrative for yeah. right now so i don't get in trouble <laughs> ha- partner on this new gym yeah do oh, you actually, have a oh go ahead go ahead on that so we were in uh, algebra two together so the name of our new company is a2 and we just said it's like oh, alpha two. so okay. that comes from the fact that we were in math class so long ago. Oh, that's great <laughs> uh do you have a favorite superhero i yeah i mean i go back and forth but at the end of the day i like captain america so i just i love i don't know there's a lot of things that i love i love that he's worthy right yeah, he can become of course. pretty much that's useful i love that even though he's kind of like underpowered people follow him yes yeah. no was that not the best did okay so i i i it, this came up another on another one of these, but like, because I, I miss going to movie theaters, obviously. Dude, that's another thing. We used to take our kids to every movie that came out. Like every one that it. would come out, we would go watch it. I miss it. There's some, like, I mean, like, it's cool, like, that you can watch them at home, but I like, like, the sound and the, you know, the the screen. Like, there's just... I'm almost bothered. Like, I don't get me wrong. I'm very much into, like, personal liberty and choice in the marketplace, but I'm almost bothered that, like, because we've kind of seen that our society will take the path of least resistance. So I get bothered when they release stuff on HBO Max right away because uh, you know, know, like you're not even giving the movie theaters a chance. Like you're not yeah. even giving them a chance. Now, Arc Arclight. Do you know? Are you guys familiar with the Arc Lights in LA? Yeah. 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 I don't know if I've ever heard of one. I have. Yeah. They're really nice. Yeah. yeah. No, they were because they're they're, they're not. Oh, is that yeah. what I heard? Yeah. It, oh, I saw that. That's and that's yeah. like that's like like any like 
any like super fancy movie theater that has like good food, not just movie yeah, theater food. Love the, the reclining or, seats and like, yeah. yeah you can, like arc light was the ones that started that. Like that was where you would go. And so it's sad, but the point what I was, try, I was trying to make was that I miss movie, I miss going to movies, but it's because of like the surroundings and the people, the energy, like you say, when you're know. on stage, the moment when, the moment when Captain America picks up Thor's hammer and the movie theater went crazy, like I, <laughs> there's the fucking best dude. Like, I, yeah, I, it was oh, so man. great. Everyone's like, yes. Yes. Because like, I did not see that coming. Like, you know, you, oh, yeah. you, you know, they're going to win and maybe someone's going to die, but like, you didn't know, like, and when the, I was like, oh my God, like he I has, I didn't, it was the best. It, I know it was just like it was so that uh, just thinking back on like Infinity War it was so like emotional yeah. like we were looking at each other because like each hero they're getting capped one by one like right. dead 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 and I'm like I can't take much more of this oh, and then man, the end, yeah. first one spoiler like, alert and it's like <laughs> boom he snaps the entire, and like, so then the audience that time we're all just kind of looking we it was yeah. somber I'm sure you remember it. it's like yeah, it, yeah. Talking, yeah, we're we all like, gonna walk out silent. All right, like, well, they're all oh dead, God. so it's over. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, hopefully, Cap can figure out some stuff and come right. back. I, I it because like I remember that point, like Thanos is like about to kill Thor. You know, he's like got you know yeah. uh, Stormbreaker like on his neck, and then all of a sudden, uh -oh. and then all of a sudden, <laughs> my chair, all of a sudden, um, you know, he lifts it, and then you see it, and like he throws the hammer. Yeah, the best. Yeah. What about you, Holly? Do you have a favorite superhero? I want to. Know I this. think. I mean, I have favorites just from the movie performances. Like, I love yeah. Chris Pratt as Star Lord and uh, Zoe Saldana as Gamora. They're just two of my favorites. But okay. I, I think if I could have anyone's powers, it would probably be Scarlet Witch, just because she's a badass and she can do a lot. Wow. So I did think you? Did you? Like, did you watch uh, Wanda? Did. WandaVision? Did, did you, you like it? it? Yeah, yeah. I have to. I, I loved it. Honestly, it it took me. It took. I was really con not confused she at first, loved but... it. No, no, she loved it before I loved it. Yeah. She was like, it's so unique and it's so yeah. awesome. Well, it, 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 like I'd never seen anything like that. So yeah. each episode it was, was unique, different. Yeah. And I, but I loved the nostalgia. Like I loved like little hints of past shows. Yeah, there's. So, and, and then it, it yeah. escalated to like Catherine Hahn, who I love as uh, Agatha She's was great. in there. Yeah. Amazing. So like, then it turned into, it was this fun, cute thing. And then it turned into this like epic Marvel battle. Yeah, and the so Vision I, battle I was, was that was pretty good. Yeah. They, I mean, there's a lot to you know the Marvel like oh, God. universe and cinematic right? universe. Yeah. And, like, I love like the comics even you know going yeah. back. So I love to see new things adapted. So right. you know, hoping that like you know like with movies talking about that that movie production gets back because i don't want to watch the avengers on my computer there's no there's like, no I way that's happening <laughs> yeah i don't i don't want to watch the next spider-man yeah. i don't like there yeah. i mean i don't want like we started watching you know the zach snyder cut and it's like four hours long and i'm like okay here's the problem with that is that i can do anything at my house just right. stop and come back to it i'm not in this yeah. If I'm paying and I'm in the seat, I might have to run and pee. I might need another milkshake or whatever, or another popcorn, sure, go but I'm going to go fast because I'm engaged. And that's what the screen, and that's what the stage, yeah. and it makes you engage. It forces yes. you to be engaged. Like it's a moment. Jokes on stage, you can't just, like, you're just looking at the people, like, are you getting my joke? Do you right. understand what I'm saying? Because if you don't, I need to, like, 
change what I'm doing. So it's like, it's like, uh, it's like in like, you know, obviously like, obviously there's a lot of comics that have, you know, you go watch Netflix or whatever, Amazon, you see them and it's, it's still funny, but there's something about being in the room right then. We went to, was that the last time we were in LA for my birthday, like two years ago? Yeah. She took me to Joe Rogan, like uh, two years ago at the ice house. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. And that was cool because we had never been there. So that's got history to it too, which I yeah. love. That's another thing. Like there's a, so many comics <coughs> that have history that's not just the comedy. It's like the place yeah, itself yeah. was really cool. The Ice, House, the Ice House is the first actual comedy club in the Los Angeles area. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of people don't know. Yeah, that's and I had, hopefully when this is, all, I, had a, I had a monthly residency there, but we'll see what happens once this is all over with. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but it was initially like a jazz club. Yeah. And yeah. you can't, or like, well, it was initially an actual ice factory. Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I mean. So, I mean, there's like, I love it. Like when wineries used to be like butcher shops during prohibition right. because they couldn't do whatever, but or like the comedy, the comedy store in Hollywood that used to be uh, like a nightclub that uh, was owned by Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. And people were literally murdered in the bottom of that place. So that's why it may or may not be haunted. But uh, it's cool, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Comedy that's club cool. is haunted with the dustbin of dead jokes. Right? <laughs> bad jokes. You just walk in, you smell them. You're like, oh, God, there's a there stinker. Some bad there's some bad there. jokes in this one. Oh, no, is he still there? to go i think we're there peter peter are you there oh i don't think it's us are you still there uh, okay so these next questions are going to be a little bit harder i'm sorry okay. to do my like to do my job uh, right. now since you guys are, are are business owners you can put this you can apply these questions toward either your business or for bodybuilding, or okay. maybe there's some overlap. Um, what's the one thing you wish you had known before you started your career? Hmm. I wish I would have known that I needed better people skills before I started business. Okay. Yeah. I, I, the things I can do now, because I'm a I don't know. Uh, I'm a better person, but like a stronger, I'm just more developed yeah. after doing this for so long, you know, like uh -huh. we've been doing this almost 15 years now. So, yeah. you know, like very early in our relationship and it's, I wish I would have developed those skills. So for all the young entrepreneurs out there, you're trying to start your business, get around people and get around people of different calibers than you. Get around people that are not your peers, yeah. you know, especially if you are the top of your peer group, dude. I mean, like I've been hanging around a lot of contractors lately because I need to know what they know. You know, right. you need like you don't know what you don't know. You need to go out and learn things and learn how to operate in those cultures. You know, like I told her there needs to be, you know, like we all have funks in our career. Like she was working at Starbucks and you know, like I was personal training and we didn't like always have gyms, you know, 
And um, I told her, I was like, there needs to be like eight Hollies, you know, there needs to be like business Holly and fitness Holly. And you need to operate in these different fields. And mm -hmm, I think right. you've gotten really good at Absolutely. like, Agreed. one of the greatest honors of my life, honestly, is watching like her grow up. And I know probably me too. Yeah, That's absolutely. the thing about like being with somebody when they're so young, you either grow, you grow your own way together. Like you're driving two cars down the highway and you're in the same like way right you know but you're driving separately you just you're headed the same way yeah. you want to make sure that one person doesn't like you know go off in a different direction or they develop a different blueprint for life or philosophy or anything like that but yeah people skills get yeah. around different types of people get around, around your shell yeah get around really get around like really really poor people in other countries to open your eyes up to like how sure. grateful you are and yeah. you know get around really rich people too because that's the thing is like it's not the fact that they're rich a lot of the times. It's who they had to become to get rich. It's right. like, how do you get 100 employees? Like, what type of person do you have to become? That is what I would say, like, if you don't know how to get what you want, the answer is always, who do I have to become? Always. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. That makes sense. Because it's like one of those things where uh, it's like, I think the saying is like, if you're the smartest person in your group of friends, get a new group of friends. Yeah, you're in the Absolutely. wrong room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And yeah. it's like, it's okay for a little bit, but like any sport, you know, like I used to play competitive racquetball. If I would continue to play people that are worse than me, they're right. going to get better. I'm going to get worse. Yep. And it's not like, it's not like if you're not making that much right now, it's not that you're not a valuable person. It's just, you're not valuable in the marketplace. You need to figure out who you have to be in the marketplace. It's not a, it's not a smack on you. And that's a lot of the problems that people have is they're not doing well. They're not making a lot. You know, they don't have those people skills. So they say, it must be me. Right. It must be me. And they're right. It is you, but it's the skills that you haven't developed. You haven't put yourself out there. You yeah. don't know what you're capable of because you haven't even tried, you know, and it's, it, it's not even your fault. It's just that no one told you to try. You know, so you gotta get out there. Try. Yeah, that would be my advice. You gotta, you gotta try. You gotta, uh, you gotta fail a little bit. You know, you're yeah. not going to try. I fail. Without I, fail. I fail all the time. Yeah. Like, but the like, thing too, though, is like the the real key to success is knowing why you failed. You know, I, I think it's like it's a double edged sword because our our culture has placed a lot of like emphasis on the word failure. But the word failure is literally like failure. You you messed up. Like you didn't do it right. Now, if you learn from that, you didn't really fail because you know what not to do or what to do. But a lot of companies, especially I've seen this go bankrupt or they go under and they don't know why. They think it was X, but it was actually X, Y, and Z. They'll right. never figure it out. They're like, oh, you know, and that's the way you want to fail and fail fast, but you also got to pivot. You can't just keep failing. You know, I tell my staff, like, don't bring me old problems. <laughs> old problems let us right. know that we haven't progressed. Bring me new problems. I want, like, there's so much money in the cash register that the cash register is overflowing. What <laughs> do we do? There's not enough parking spots that, like, we need to add parking. We need to pay for new parking. Now, that's a problem, and it's going to cost money, but it's a new problem. You know, or problem. even, like, just anything new. You know, it means like you're progressing, but if you're bashing your head up against the old problems, it's like, yeah. yeah. And that's why a lot of people give up, so. Well, that's the other thing. You can't, I don't think it's a failure until, it's not my, this is not my quote either, but like, 
you can't fail until you quit. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. if you learn something, you really didn't fail. Like, mm -hmm. right. Because if, if you can really identify, we used to have, you know, a nutrition company, you know, and I stopped it because I realized that we were doing a lot better helping more people at the gym and the, the marketplace is crazy. And I can kind of see what was happening with like, Amazon and just the consolidation of, you know, different things like that. So, you know, I realized that this is what I did wrong. You know, I can't do this and I don't have the money to fix it. So I'm not going to do it. You know, I do have the money to do this, you know, like just not this other company on a national chain. So right. I was able to identify why we failed and that's useful. But like, if I were to open another company and not do that, boom, you know, it's like, I mean, how many restaurateurs have on their seventh restaurant? Oh, just one more time. You know, it's right. like, you know, man, we got to like, as a society, we got to look what works and what doesn't work right all the way around, especially right now, what's working, what's not working facts, man. Let's no theories. This is just facts. This works. This doesn't work. You know? So it's like, if you're not where you want to be, start embracing what definitely does work. Like, you know, Tony Robbins says success leaves clues. Jim Rohn before that, you know? So it's, it really does, but you've got to know, like, you got to educate yourself so you can pick up on those clues. If you don't pick up on those clues, what's the point? Yeah. Just waste uh, time. Do you want to add to that, Holly? <laughs> I'm not necessarily. I what's the biggest lesson you've learned in business? Yeah, what have you learned? I mean, I kind of was going to piggyback off of that. Definitely yeah. people skills, because I, I mean, I'm not even the same person I was beginning of last year before no, all of this no. went down We're but, very different but people, i'm very yeah. different than i was back then so i think a lot of it was like forcing myself to come out of my shell especially lately and educate myself on politics more <laughs> the last year i never used to really be political um and i wouldn't necessarily call myself political but I pay attention a lot more now. When your industry then, gets shut down, you because have to, then it was like, like this is directly impacting me, and my life, and my children. So and I need to we operate in the same on. like we operate in the state capital. Like our gym is very close. We have we have like aides of you know the the defendant, mm -hmm. the governor that we're suing that would go to our <laughs> gym now that work out and worked out the whole time and didn't say anything. And it's like uh, that's the thing is like. It's one thing to disagree with somebody, but it's another thing to realize like, hey, I'm actually benefiting from their philosophy. Like maybe that's kind of useful, you know, right. like let's, let's again, let's focus on like what's working. If like that's making you feel good, working out's making you feel good, reading, meditating, breathing deep, hanging out with friends, you know, if it feels so good, it can't be that bad. You know what I mean? It just, it's true. It's like, if you're moving in a good direction and you're constantly hitting these little wins, that's what you want. You know, working out every day, that's a win, you know, like staying hydrated. Like we, we, I jackhammered all day. So I like in my shaker, I have hydro charge just cause I'm like, I need electrolytes really bad. Yeah. Like I can tell, like just talking, I'm not, I'm still kind of dehydrated, but it's like, you know, you recognizing what you need and then actually doing it. Like yeah. it's not that it's not, difficult it's simple it's just hard for people to do right and it's like here's you know, i could tell you like here's how to build a gym peter here's how to build a gym here's how to do this here's how to do that and you could tell me okay here's how you stand on stage and tell a joke but it's like it's not gonna do it until you've gone through it and you failed a yeah. bunch of times and you've pivoted a bunch of times and you've been around a ton of people and you know i mean that's like that's like a every 
business is a relationship. You're in a relationship with your customers, you know, like us as, you know, we're in a relationship or business partners, you know, we're boyfriend and girlfriend and we like to call each other. You know, if you say you're married, it's like just not spicy anymore. It just sucks. So anyway, <laughs> we are okay. That's 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 good. That's good advice. It is good yeah, advice. Is. Honestly, act, act like a boyfriend. If you are acting like a boyfriend and a girlfriend all the time, like in that next date's not like guaranteed. It's not secure necessarily. Yeah. Like try, try a little harder. Yeah. Okay. I like Everyone it. Everyone wants yeah, to take out the trash hair. at the beginning of the relationship. You know right. what I mean? Like, after 17 years, like we still want to take out the trash for each other. I like it. So um, this is uh Cause I'm, I'm actually just curious and I'm sure there's some other people. So you guys are, you know, both obviously into, you guys are very much bodybuilders mm-hmm. that have to compete. So how do you do that while having kids? Because obviously your diet has to be a specific thing, but then you're, cause that, cause yeah, go, no, go ahead. We're just- well, cause like, Luckily, I mean, our kids have learned to like some chicken and rice if we put okay. <laughs> on it. So but, yeah. But yeah, after that first show, when we both competed at the same time, we realized, cause we were, we did that one together and that was three months and it was all right. You know, like yeah. we, we made it work and then we were going to continue on and go right into the uh, NPC USA's in July, a few months later. Which but, I did. That's where I got. So he did card. that. I pulled out because we had to move in there and I wasn't feeling well. And I just, I was tired. So after that, we decided that one, one person show prep at a time. Yeah. And then the other parent kind of like puts more focus on them and like, we'll still go out to eat. So one like, of us is on a diet, like a real <laughs> diet. And the other one's on like a half-ass diet. Yeah, so right. the half-ass diet sometimes includes macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets. Sometimes <laughs> it includes oh, a hot dog with the kids every once in a while. Yeah. And sometimes it might even include like a nice ice cream in the park just to keep them happy so you know I mean like it's just it's not cutting out all of the treats you know for the kids but like our kids eat really healthy too they both do jiu-jitsu yeah. and we like you oh, know cool. they get in trouble we make them do push-ups that's our punishment so like, <laughs> awesome. yeah it, they're very strong so you know they know it's coming and they're like I'm like 30 I'm like uh so and there's very know. supportive too. I've definitely asked our daughter, she's going to be nine in a couple of weeks, but she's wise beyond her years. And so I asked her previously because it had come up in the family, you know, about, oh, I'm worried about the children with you guys competing. And I was like, what do you yeah. mean? You know, they're so proud. And so I, I had that conversation with my daughter. Uh-huh. And yes. I, I like, as young as she do is, do you want me to compete? As is young it hard as she is, she was we'll very stop, sincere. Yeah. She's so proud of us. She loves it. She loves being at the gym. Like, they, they wanted to come. She with practices us. the posing sometimes. Oh, she does. Like they the do posing. Turns, but, little figure turns. It's great. But they, they were at the gym, like working with us today. We just had them like sweeping up some stuff because they love being a part of what we do. So yeah. they're just, they're See, nice. so, I yeah. love that. Cause I, I don't, I don't have kids yet, but like, you know, I see obviously, I talk about this all the time too, but like, you know, we live in a, in a country that's not, we, we live in the fattest country for lack of better terms. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it starts with the kids because, 100%. you know, Kids you got the phones and the iPads, and it's so like I like when I was a kid. Around at the kids now. Yeah, They're so huge. we we just played, we played all day long until yeah. the streetlights came on, and then I my mom would beat my ass if I didn't come inside. Totally but like, same. But kids now like they don't, so like I think the parents have to set that example. That's you. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, they very much are. Our daughter is very aware of like body image and I don't mean that in a bad way but she uh-huh. she's like no I don't want to eat that that's got too much sugar and oh, but she's yeah. always a but she had just eaten a cookie earlier in the day so it's not like <laughs> she's depriving herself of this she it's actually like she, knows she's if I eat that cookie yeah. 
I will get fat like the other little kids that I see and I don't want to be fat. And honestly, that's okay. Sometimes it's okay to know what you don't want in life. No one can tell you otherwise. And I'm not saying that on a, as a dig on anyone, but what's right for you is not right for somebody else. And that's okay. You know, to see something you don't want to be, you can learn a lesson from that. And if the kids learn it young, why not learn it young? Like you said, like it starts with the kids. So, yeah. Um, Okay. Let's, Let's go, let's go into bodybuilding for this one because sure. I'm sure we have a lot of you know, fitness people that listen. Yes. Um, who are three people who have been the most influential? Uh, you can know them or not know them, but just in your lives. For me in bodybuilding, I would say uh, I probably have more than three. I, I mean, I'm a kid who lifted weights with his dad. So my dad okay. got into weightlifting. That's great. Um, my buddy Craig, who owned a Max Muscle, back Man, in i remember those oh my god yeah Shout out to craig jones. so yeah craig jones he kind of <laughs> like saw that i was like into wrestling and i would always go there and get like the you know like i would get creatine when that was new and yes. i would get like the okay the these are good shaker cups these are good shaker cups yes max muscle had those garbage shaker cups remember yeah. those <laughs> like the top you'd shake it the crap would explode everywhere you could yeah. sweep on the side and would like pop pop out so all I, the time. um yeah but he kind of got me into like okay, do more like, you know, focus in on this body part, you know, you need to build bigger this. So I would go in the gym and kind of focus on that and kind of be more aware of just like body symmetry. Um, and then, I mean, John De La Rosa has helped me. He helped me get me a pro card for sure, because I, you know, like I was, I could help other people do it, but sometimes, you know, you need somebody that's been through it themselves, especially right. at the level. But I mean, I used to look up to like, you know, probably, I mean, Franco Colombo for sure, you know, cause like I'm like five, seven and a half and he's shorter than that, but it just kind of gives hope that like young, like shorter guys can pack on muscle and not look totally freaky and right. still be kind of, a, but he was an athlete too. Like he was a boxer and he could like deadlift the car and like, he was my favorite and pumping <laughs> iron. So like the cold classic. So yeah, I Got would it. say, you know, those guys, as far as training, Ronnie Coleman, for sure. Like those ah. videos, I mean, like we all love those old, dude, when YouTube first started, I think Ronnie Coleman was the one that like, at least in, at least for me, being yeah. like, into fitness and stuff, it was Ronnie Coleman that like, you know, those squat videos and- Can you, you know, imagine? Not, yeah, buddy. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. I've the, exactly, yeah. I've had the pleasure of hanging out with him now and it's just, it's super cool just because like, all of these guys, you, they put in so much work and you just like, you can't not just respect it because yeah. you do it, but they've done it better and right. they've done it bigger. And it just like, you know, I just, I have an immense amount of respect. So can you, can, can you imagine, or oh, just really quick, uh, can you imagine the fact that like he was still a cop while he was fucking right. Mr. Olympia? Yeah. Wouldn't that For, be just terrifying if he like, yes, get getting pulled over. over. Lord. I get I get pulled over all the time because for a number of reasons. Left, but, yeah. like, <laughs> but like and I get pulled over and here's fucking like Superman or like more than that, like the Hulk. No, yeah, I mean he's yeah, when he was at his prime, I remember he was so crazy. big that he couldn't he actually went to like a couple of the supplement shops in the area. He was so wide, he was wider than the shelves, like the aisle of the shelves. He was like right. actually kind of go sideways like it's a joke but like you can yeah. get so wide where your yeah. delts 
are so wide and everything that it's just like crazy. So I did not, I did not have that problem yet. But I need to build that. Yeah, delts. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Delts, legs. You know, there's certain body parts that like they add to your body frame. So if you got big right. shoulders, your waist looks smaller. Right. That's of a good course. thing. You got right. big quads, your waist looks smaller. Right. So you know, the small weight, yeah, big lats, lats, your waist yeah. looks smaller. You know, generally the waist looking smaller is a good thing. You know. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Holly. Your turn. My ladies, um, my first one would have to be Amanda Latona. Um, when I first started paying attention to the industry more because he competed, um, obviously in bikini, like I always thought I was gonna go into bikini if I ever did it, cause I did not think I had the muscle to do figure. So I was watching those and I just, I loved Amanda. She was my favorite on stage, her yeah. body, her muscle, her shape. Like it, the women in my sweater. family, the women in my family have big hips. So like, I just knew like I'm a pear shape and I got the butt down there. So like, I looked to her because she had this nice round butt. Um, and she, I, I had the pleasure of meeting her one time. I was changing my baby on the floor of the, the theater where yeah, they I were competing. competing at the 2010 uh, sack. She was competing yeah. that show too. So I'm like changing my daughter and she came by and I'm like, oh my God, this is my chance. So I'm like, Amanda, I just had to tell you, I'm such a fan. I love you. And she said that she was a fan of me because I was a mom. Oh. And I just like, I just had a moment there and I like, I was like on cloud nine forever. So Amanda and, and so watching her, I just, I really fell in love with the sport because of her and just watching her. So she was number one. Number two was when I started um, posing training for my first show, one of the trainers at the time at our club uh, named Danielle Dolorifus, her name is Danielle Hall now, she got married and had a little baby. Um, she was my posing coach and she was the one that really put into my head that like, no, you have the muscle. No, you should go for figure. She, so she told worked. her you could turn pro. She's she like, said those you words. could be a pro. And she, she told me years ago that I could be on the Olympia stage. And back then I'm like, shit, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm a mom. No, sometimes no. words of encouragement. And she yeah. never let me forget that. She would always like, oh gosh, your shape is amazing. She would work with me in my posing. She was my first posing coach. I owe her everything because she put it in my head early that I, would have this title now. And I, if it, honestly, like with, obviously you were in, integral, like he, uh, him, him first and foremost, and whatever, but like Danielle, like she put it in my head and made me really believe that I could get there someday. That's really so, nice. That's nice. Oh, I love her so much. Um, and my last one would be Nicole Wilkins. Yeah, Nicole's great. I had the pleasure <laughs> of um, doing, a couple of years ago, I went through a, like a really chubby phase and it was actually, it was an off season. It was like, I was, she, she knew she had to gain weight. So like she so, was really but pushing I, food, I, so. I gained it sloppy, you know, with donuts and right. stuff that I would never right. really eat. Not um, a good way to bulk. Not, don't do that. <laughs> don't make that mistake. I would, that, that's, that's a, people think that though. Don't dirty yes, bulk. Don't dirty like, bulk. If I'm like, going to bulk, I'm just going to eat anything. It's like, no. no it, you will feel yeah. terrible. You're not going to gain. You're going to gain the chunk. It'll fat, metabolically hurt you. So that's the thing I, too. It's like, it, it will boom. damage you metabolically yeah. and you will, you will have a hard time then preserving the amount of muscle tissue. Yes. Yeah. So no dirt, like the song dirty bass, no dirty bull. Dirty bull, no, no dirty bull. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I was feeling really bad and I was, I think I was scrolling Instagram or something and I saw that she was hosting a fat loss challenge and she does these challenges yeah. on her, on her page. And so I signed up cause I'm like, okay, I need, I don't want to compete right now. I, I just wasn't feeling a show. I don't know what we had going on, but, um, uh, I, I'm like, I needed that, that goal or that thing to be accountable for. So I signed up, I paid my, my entry fee. And so I just got in the plan and, um, I was following the diet and all that, and I was doing really well. And then the opportunity to compete at the DR, the Dominican Republic coat of arms, 
was coming up and Sean was going to be there because that was John De La Rosa and Victor Martinez's show that they yeah. were hosting. So Sean they just wanted me to go. help because like I speak a little Spanish, so that's useful. And then so also like the help of the business and backstage. Right. Yeah. Um, right. So I'm training for Nicole's challenge. And then I, I continued with the challenge, but also sort of pivoted like, well, this show is happening. We were going to go for a vacation, but I'm feeling good. Let's just keep going. So she, the, I ended the weight up, loss started and it kickstarted yeah, her into like show training. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll just keep going to a show. But in one of the worst weeks I've ever felt as far as prep goes, I found out that week that I won the challenge for Nicole. So my prize was to go meet her for the weekend in uh, Temecula where she lives. And I got to do a photo shoot and I did a workout with her that we filmed. Oh, great. I learned so much from her, not just about fitness and um, figure or, you know, fitness, but also figure my division that we compete in, but also about business, like, and as a lady boss, like she was like everything she does, she's got clothes, she had her office, like um, all of her uh, challenges that she hosts. I don't remember if she said how many she hosts a year, but you know, she's got multiple challenges throughout the year and people flock to do these things. She's yeah. got hundreds of participants, like the culture and the the squad that she's created is just amazing. So I learned a lot about And it's cool too, because not a lot of people that I know outside of their in like competing can really parlay that into something that can make them money consistently. It's yeah. like, I'm an IFBB pro and it was like, rrr, that's great. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Yeah. Like I'm not going to give you money because of that. It's like, you <laughs> I mean, know, like what are you doing? And so, um, but it's, it's awesome to see her. And I mean, she's amazing. She's Miss Olympia many times over. Right. Just, she's so beautiful. And I love it. And like with those yeah. things, like she was my idol as Miss Olympia because I admired her physique and her look and I just thought she was flawless and she's what I wanted to look like when I, to turn to figure but then getting to know her uh, like on this other side as a businesswoman was just like she's the greatest yeah. human alive love her like queen <laughs> nicole wilkins so that's my third one Good all right thank you guys um let us uh actually yeah I'll, I'll, one more question um if you could step into my shoes is there anything that you would have asked you guys that i didn't ask you guys i have one i thought of okay. it's not really a deep question but it's a fun one, okay. and, which is what is usually in our performance shaker. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, if you want to know. Yeah. So we have a, this is like, we've been doing this actually since we moved to Florida. So our life is very heavy around like, you know, performance shakers, perfect shakers. And throughout the day. <laughs> throughout the day, because we wake up and we do like, we drink water obviously, but we've been training fasted to stay like metabolically flexible. Okay. Uh, we know we're not going to get in all the meals with construction. I've been traveling back and forth to California. So we've been doing a little pre-workout in there uh, with a little dash of salt, which actually helps a lot with muscular contraction and like vascular. Right. It just really, really helps. Like if you're feeling weak, maybe you need a little bit of salt. How much like, salt are we talking? Like two dashes, like yeah, bang, the, bang. The oh, okay. Not yeah. like a scoop or something. No, no, not, no, not a lot. That would taste yeah. gross. But yeah, even a little bit of salt, but like enough you can to where you it. can like it tastes taste kind of salty. Bit, yeah, exactly. Like, not like not a like crazy salty margarita, but like eh, right. Little okay. But and yeah, then, once we added the salt to my work pre workout, I think like my workouts have been elevated. Yeah. Like I never really? realized something so simple. And so I don't know if I could talk about my my flow guys yeah. make a pre workout. So I, I represent a company called Flow. They do pre workout also amongst some uh -huh. other stuff. 
but they were one of the first pre-workouts that I found that actually had the sodium in it already. Yeah. So I see, and then I noticed that when I started taking that one, I was like, why do I feel so different? So now we're crazy and we just add extra salt on top of that. But like yeah. that, would, but, but you don't realize how much the sodium will actually do for you in your workout. Yeah. So right. A lot of strength, a lot of, a lot of people are lacking it. And if like, you're not adding, getting like a good form of iodine, like adding iodized salt, it might, might be a good idea. Ask okay. your doctor. Don't be afraid don't, of salt, yeah. people. Um, but yeah, and then we put like hydrocharge in there during our workout and then and during the day, honestly. and during the day, yeah, yeah. lately we've been doing that. So yeah. I get yelled at because I have too many of these and I oh, say, our collection, we have got, a wine rack. A wine rack. <laughs> yeah. I said, you can't, you can't have too many. No. And that's not because my right now. sometimes <laughs> I take these and I put them by my heroes and then that's and then not right. Yeah. yeah. You need like, you need like, you need some for just water. You need some for pre-workout. You need pro exactly. like, I will not know. pre-workout in with my protein because the protein. No, you don't want that. Yeah, it's different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know can, what heroes do what. Right. And that's the, yes. you can never have too many. Exactly. Period. Uh, okay. Tell everybody uh, where our listeners can find you guys online. Connect with you guys online. Yeah, we, our website is uh, fitness system health clubs and we like a bunch of offshoots of that fitlodi.com, um, fitlandpark.com. But on Instagram, I'm IFBB pro Sean Covell. You can find me there. Got on Instagram, it. I am at IFBB pro underscore Holly Covell. Okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Put all, we'll put all these things uh, in the show notes too, but awesome. you know, uh, you guys, uh, thank you so much. It was thank a pleasure. You. Uh, chatting, getting to know you guys. I'm ex I'm excited to. Uh, where Where is the place going to be in South Florida? It is right across the street from Sawgrass Mall, which is the second most like visited tourist visited attraction, tourist attraction in, Florida. in Florida. Oh, so, what's, yeah. so what city is this? It is in it's Sunrise Plantation area, so it's okay. like yeah, right in between. But saw so, it's fitsawgrass.com. Okay. Website, if I'm so. if I'm in there, if I'm in that area, which yeah, I exactly. probably will be, I do a lot of stuff in Florida. So yeah. Yeah. Florida's check it out. Florida's a boom state right now. Check. So uh, like I said, thank you guys so much. Hang on for one second when I wrap, and then uh, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Performer Popcast, and uh, we will see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.